that went on last night. Boy, that blessed me. All what blessed me Tuesday night, Monday night, Sunday night. Lord, it's been a blessing. I've been looking so looking forward to coming tonight. I'm telling you, I couldn't hardly stand it. <laughs> Honest to God truth. I am so thankful. I'm thankful and honored and humbled. And boy, I'm just it's privileged. What an honor it is to be here with you tonight. If you will, let's all stand. Take your Bibles tonight. Turn to the book of Proverbs chapter number 24. And verse number 13, Proverbs chapter 24, verse number 13. Uh, no doubt a familiar verse to some tonight. Uh, I want to say tonight, before I get started uh, in the message, I, I felt in my heart this afternoon uh, that there was some folks left with your hands lifted last night, Lawson. I just want to say, Lord loves you tonight. And if God's conviction was on you last night, God don't leave you alone. Amen. And if you're back tonight, I'm a praying God opens a door for you to be saved. I know it'll take God to do it. But I, I believe I'd mind the Lord and do what God wants me to do. And I'd shut the world's opinion, amen, and pride and everything else and get in God's glory and get in God's family. I want to say tonight, I'm glad I'm in the family. Woo! Thank God. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's pray tonight. Father, we ask you, we humbly beg you, Lord, tonight, that you might empower us and preach us tonight. God, oh Lord, I need help tonight. I breathe in the house of God. I blow through this place. I pray, Father, you'd stir our heart up in the glory. I pray tonight, God, that you illuminate my mind, equip my heart, help me to preach, not with enticing words of man's wisdom, not with excellency of speech, but in the demonstration and power of the Holy Ghost. Help me tonight, God, I pray. Touch me with a physical touch upon my throat. Empower me to preach the unsearchable riches of Christ. I loose, I pray, God, God, our hearts give us liberty to worship you I remove every devil and hindrance spirit walk among us in holy power oh God help us to lose our pride and worship you for it's in thy name holy wonderful and powerful thank God in Jesus name we pray Father we'll thank you for all that's done Lord we leave tonight we'll give you the credit for everything in Jesus name Amen. Standards to read the Word of God, please. Proverbs chapter 24, verse number 13. One verse there in chapter 24. The Bible said, My son, eat thou honey. <laughs> well, Woo! <laughs> because it is good. <laughs> And a honeycomb which is sweet to thy taste. Praise the Lord. You can be seated. Help us, Father, I pray. If the Lord had helped us for a little while, I want to preach on the thought of heavenly honey. <laughs> Woo! Thank God. Now, the Bible has a lot to say about honey. And with the Lord's help tonight, 
I want to show you some uh, people in the Bible uh, that got a hold uh, <laughs> of some honey and the effects uh, that it had on them. Hey, the Bible told us uh, the wisest man uh, that ever lived uh, wrote the book of Proverbs. Uh, and he, hey man, uh, and the Bible said in 2 Timothy 3, uh, the Bible tells us uh, that all scriptures give man inspiration of God and it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, uh, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. And so the Bible tells me uh, that the Holy Ghost inspired it. Amen. And so you got the wisest man, uh, amen, that God used. <laughs> Woo! Uh, for a vessel. And then you got the sweet Holy Ghost. Uh, amen. God Himself uh, breathed through this man. Amen. And gave us a command. Gave us some encouragement. Shared with us some divine insight for us that are His sons. That's part of His family. To eat thou honey. Amen. Thank God. It'll help you tonight. Now, I've thought about this message since Brother Brian asked me to preach. The other night, God brought it in my mind. Amen. And I didn't really know if I was supposed to preach it. Last night, I got talking around the service, and a dear brother, the banjo picker's daddy, said that he got 24 hives and got talking about honey. Amen. I said, bring me a jar. <laughs> He brought it, uh, thank God. Now I want to say, I know, honey, I like honey, and I've tested it. <laughs> I did a taste test while I go. And I want to tell y'all, this is good, honey. Hey, I, they tell me that diluted honey is honey that you can see through that they've added corn syrup to. I want to say thank God. God says they some honey, not diluted honey, not watered down honey, but God's got heavenly honey. And I tell you, I, amen. I looked it up in old Webster's Dictionary, 1828 model. Amen. <laughs> and uh, Noah Webster said about honey he said it is a sweet vegetable juice now that blessed me amen I heard all my life eat your vegetables it'd be good for you I sure didn't know honey was no vegetable I sure am glad tonight thank God amen youngest when your mama tells you eat a vegetable say break out the honey jar thank God amen uh, Noah Wester said, it is a vegetable juice uh, gathered by multiple honeys uh, stored in a belly jug. Amen. Or their stomach. Uh, deposited in uh, honeycombs uh, especially made to house it. I went on to read and it said, honey, amen. I was good medically. Amen. It said it was like an antiseptic. Amen. It said not only I'm trying to contain myself honestly. And uh it said uh, thank God that it's an antiseptic uh, because it acts like a, a detergent cleaning. Uh, amen. That blesses me. I tell you what tonight, if we need anything tonight, we need a good old fashioned uh, dose of honey to clean us up. Amen. 
Woo! And not only how does it act like an antiseptic in the fact that it cleans. Amen. I believe this man loved God. He said that honey not only did cleaning, but it also got infection out by causing the juices to go to flowing. Amen. I want to say, thank God. You say I'm discouraged, preacher. You don't know what kind of valley I'm in. I tell you what's good for you. Eat honey. Amen. It'll get your juices a-going. Amen. I say, preacher, I've faced storms in the last few years like I had never faced. Temptation on every side. I've been tried. I've been tempted. I say, amen. Oh, I'll tell you, the Bible tells me that the love of many shall wax cold. I've been hurt. I've been hampered. I've been hindered by church people. I tell you what you need. Amen. You don't need no more hampering. I don't need no more hindering. And I tell you what you need. Thank God. That's a good old fashioned dose of heavenly honey sent right down from God himself amen (laughs) now I guess you figured out I'm talking about spiritual honey (laughs) amen hey but thank God the best way I know amen to show you what effects uh, that spiritual honey will have is to show you the physical effects I preach what I say. I say, how's God in that? Well, every time the Lord wanted to share a gospel truth, He'd take, amen, an earthly truth like sowing your garden, and He said, amen, hey, oh, I'll tell you tonight how we need honey. I believe how when God saved everybody that's ever been saved, He put inside their heart a jug of honey. Amen. Thank God. Hallelujah. I want to say, how's your jar running? Amen. (laughs) Hey, I want to show you, thank God, several places, uh, several people. First of all, go with me in your mind. Trace me back in the scripture if you want to. Exodus chapter number 16. Uh, The children of Israel. Uh, The Bible said, uh, amen, brother. Uh, Brother Wayne, uh, the Bible said uh, that the children of Israel had been in hard bondage. Uh, Amen. And the Bible said in Exodus chapter number 3 that Moses, uh, while on the backside of the desert, uh, Mount Horeb, uh, the Mount of God, he said he saw a bush burn, uh, but it was not consumed. I tell you tonight, I wonder if there's any fire about us that'll stop folks in their track and say, I want to see what's got them so fired up. I'll be yet they're not consumed. Amen. And they turned aside to see that bush. Now, the Bible says this. I said that the... The in the Bible is a definite article. Means it's the only one of its kind. Uh, the angel of the Lord. Not just any angel, but the angel of the Lord. I uh, was in the bush. Amen. You say, who was that? That's a pre-incarnate appearance of Christ. Because uh, the Bible said, uh, when the Lord... Uh, what it said next verse, when the Lord saw Moses turn and see, God spoke to him out of the midst of the bush. Woo! Lord God, have mercy. 
I'm telling y'all, before he ever came in the manger, Lord have mercy, he came down and saw the children of Israel in affliction. He said, I've heard the cry. I've seen their bondage. You say, preacher, well, that's then and there. That's Exodus and Egypt. And God, it's 2007. God don't know where I'm. Oh, he knows where he at. First Peter chapter 3, verse 12. The eyes of the Lord are over the righteous and his ears are open on their prayer. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And God said, spoke to Moses and said, I tell you, Moses, do not draw nigh. Don't draw nigh hither. He said, yeah, I take off your shoes for the place you're on is holy ground. Amen. Boy, I like to get around God and get on holy ground. Amen. I believe where holy ground is, that's where the fire will be. Woo! Well, glory. I'm about to have me a praise God Thursday night feast. I can't hardly help it. I'm ashamed that I am helping it. Hallelujah. Thank God the Bible said how that Moses looks to shoes. He got the message from God. God said, I've heard. God said, I've seen. And He said, I've come down. <laughs> now you say preacher that don't help me well hold on a minute <laughs> Hebrews chapter 13 verse number 6 so that we may boldly say the Lord is my helper therefore I shall not fear what men shall do to me <laughs> that word there helper <laughs> it's two words combined it's so good it had to be contained in one word. <laughs> the first part of the word that means to make a cry like a helpless baby or a small lamb. <laughs> and then uh, the last part of that word, it means to meet the need of the cry like a mother would a baby or a shepherd would a lamb. <laughs> you say, I don't know if God remembers me. I don't know. I've been a long time preacher since I felt God stir me. And I want to say something for the Lord. But I want to know God's in it. And it's been a long time since I've been excited about standing up testifying for God. I'm too worried about what folks are going to say or what I'm going to say. I'm telling you. You say, preacher, I've been tried. I've seen everybody else enjoy it. Oh, I'm telling the Bible said to make a cry. Amen. In other words, how when we brought Austin home from the hospital, I was worried to death if I was going to hear him cry or not. Being says he's sleeping across the hallway, and the first time he let her whimper out, me and Michelle hit the floor running. Amen. I'm telling you, Stevens are crying out to God, and Jesus stands up. Hey, 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 the Bible said that he's seated at the right hand of the Father. Oh, but thank God he saw one of his sons. He saw one of his children in need. He saw one of his deacons needing help. He saw a man of God needing help. Amen. When he cried out, he got up off his seat. I'm telling you, before you can get the why to cry, God's on his way. Amen. Amen. <laughs> 
<laughs> Woo, let's call recess. And the Bible said, amen, that Moses, uh, thank God, uh, got the message uh, and God sent him down to Egypt. <laughs> the cry had been heard. Uh, the bondage had been seen. Oh, Lord. And, uh, amen. And the Bible said that Moses went down there and delivered them. Now, there's a lot in between Exodus 3 and Exodus 12. How about in Exodus 12? He said, God said on the 10th day of the month, I want you to take a lamb. A lamb, thank God, without spot or blemish. A male lamb. Ah, that blows the water out of them liberals. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo! Of male lamb. And he said, I want you to take it up. I don't want you to water it down with water. <laughs> I don't want you to eat it raw. But I want you to roast it with fire. Amen. Hallelujah. And then he said, I take it inside the house and eat every man. Amen. According to his house, eat the lamb. Eat it with the head, the legs, and the pertness thereof. Innards and outers, eat it all. I tell you, you can't get God to come down to your plant. You're going to have to take all of him or none of him. He's Savior, but he's Lord also. Amen. He'll wash your sin away, but he wants to be king on your throne, living in your hearts. Amen. I don't know about it. No, I do know. I know about this crowd uh, that say, I, well, I'm saved, uh, but I'm going to live like I want to live, uh, and I'm still going to heaven. Oh, I tell you, it's not saved because what you do. Amen. I realize that. Uh, amen. Good works is not the plan of salvation, uh, but it is a result of it. Amen. And if a man, woman, poor girl is saved, I believe. I read the Bible, amen. And the Bible says that there'll be something different about it. There'll be a new creature. Amen. He said, I want you to eat it all. And then I want you to have your staff in your hand. Have your loins girded. Eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. He said, for I'll pass through the land of Egypt this night, and this night will I smite all the firstborn land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt. I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Yep, yep. Amen. And then he said, when I see the blood of... Uh -huh. yeah. Woo! Yeah. Boy, that's a message right yes, there. Yes. He said, when I see the blood, it shall be to you for a token upon the houses where you are. <laughs> Amen. And he said, when I see it, I, the plague will not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. <laughs> but I will pass over you. Same idea, Romans chapter number three. He said he's given his blood uh, for a propitiation <laughs> that through faith in his blood. <laughs> Amen. Hey, thank God I'm telling y'all my sins is gone. Uh, they've been washed clean as white as snow in the blood of the Lamb. Uh, and there wasn't nothing special about Israel. Only thing special about them, they had the blood on the doorpost. I want to say tonight, I don't care how good your family is, like Brother Brian said, unless the blood is on your soul, you'll bust hell wide open. Hear my plea. Get washed tonight. Amen. 
like the camp, but a camp. Bible saying that they got out of Egypt. Now, if we see Egypt and uh, their deliverance from bondage as a type of salvation, uh, then we have to see <laughs> Exodus 16 <laughs> as a type of our walk. Now, listen. Exodus chapter number 16. And they were delivered from the bondage. And they went across dry ground. God's parted the waters. Amen. Boy, ain't that a blessing. Wasn't even enough water to put in the thimble. Amen. And God dried it up. And it wasn't no reed sea. Somebody said, well, it was, it was the reed sea. It ain't by the ankle dink. I said, well, God's still good. He drowned the whole Egyptian army in ankle dink water. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey, he walked over on dry ground. I mean, dust a boiling. And they on the other side are singing the praise of God. Oh, but it ain't long. You forget about being blessed. I'd forget about being brought out of Egypt. And they go to murmuring because the water ain't as fresh as they think it ought to be. And they said, I wish with the God who is back there in Egypt uh, by the flesh pots had uh, our garlic and cucumbers. Uh, I wish we'd have died back yonder. Uh, you brought us out here to die of starvation and you're going to thirst us to death in the wilderness. Uh, but what the Bible say? Uh, the Bible said the Lord had mercy. He's long-suffering. Amen. And the Bible said uh, that uh, he gave a message to Moses. He said, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. And even the time I'm going to bring quails up. Amen. And I'm going to fill their belly with quails. He said, but in the morning time, he said, there'll be something on the ground. I'll rain bread from heaven. Yeah. Hallelujah. Our brother Rich. Amen. I, <laughs> woo! I wish y'all know what I shouting about. I got it. Lord have mercy. Listen. Our Bible said, uh, Brother Paul, uh, that it was a miracle. He said, it'll be the glory of God. When the dew lays on the ground in the morning, he said, that's when I'll rain it down. And when the dew's gone up, that's when you'll see the manna. Amen. Hey, that's when you'll see the bread. Now the children of Israel went over there uh, the next morning and they saw the glory. Uh, they saw all the bread laying around. Yeah. It was a small round thing, they said. Yeah. Kind of like a hoar frost. Right. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Them marshmallows out of a cocoa bag. I believe we call that dog ice. Amen. And uh, you say, preacher, it's a desert. I'm telling you, I've been in Mojave Desert training with the army, and it'd be 100 degrees in the, in the daytime. I'd lay in my sleeping bag, and it'd be snow on in the morning. Oh, God can do it, brother. Amen. And I tell you, when they woke up in the morning, that bread, that small round thing. Woo! Thank you, Lord. I was laying about, and he said, I'll tell you what I want you to do. I want every man to gather an armor. Amen. According to his eating thereof. And I want him to gather an armor for every man in his tent. It wasn't a woman's job. The kid's job is the man's job. Y'all men better say amen. amen. That's right. Hey! If your spiritual tempo at the house, how uh, when you gathered around reading the Bible and praying, I'm taking for granted you're doing that. Say amen. If it ain't where it needs to be, uh, if the spiritual tempo of your house in the Lord's house isn't working, hey, don't blame it on your wife. Uh, God set us up uh, to be the ones that are bring the glory, the holy manna. 
the bread in the house. Help us, Lord, to realize that spiritual leadership falls in our land. Amen. Ain't that right, Brother Ron? You've been in a long time and I have. Amen. He said, Amen. I believe it. Hallelujah. Now, listen to this. The Bible said they didn't know what it was. Uh, but they saw it was round. It was white like coriander seed. And it goes on to say, next chapter, our next uh, a few verses, the last part of that chapter, Exodus 16, about verse number 35, uh, uh, the Bible said, it tastes like... Uh, <laughs> it, uh, it tastes like wafers made with honey. You say, explain that to me. Best I know to tell you, tastes like little honey biscuits in the wilderness. <laughs> Woo! I'm telling y'all, when God saved us, He put on, He put us on a honey trail. Amen. And he's lined away on Sunday morning, Sunday night, going down the road. Listen, old time saying, Amen. He's lined the trail with holy manna, honey biscuits. Amen. I don't care how rough the wilderness gets, there's a honey biscuit every morning. Thank God. Hallelujah. I know we might not understand it, but I want to tell you, help us, God, to go out and gather it. It didn't fall in the tent. It won't fall in your lap. You have to get off your seat and go get it. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Honey biscuits in the wilderness. Blood brought them out. Honey biscuits sustained the life. <laughs> and the harshest of conditions. Now I want to tell you, thank God for honey biscuits. Hallelujah. Brother Brian and him got to singing. He's more than anybody told me about. <laughs> Felt like God threw the honey biscuit my way. Amen. Thank God. <laughs> hmm. Bible said in Exodus. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah! I'm, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah! I I get to looking back over my life. I'm mumbling and complaining. I don't deserve God's holy manna. I don't deserve God to rain down honey biscuits. If I deserve anything, it's so dry bread. You say that bread was special bread. I know. In John chapter 6, I said it was a type of Jesus. He said, I am the bread of life. <laughs> Every once in a while. Hey Amen. It ain't just it ain't just regular old stale bread. It ain't bread you can buy at angles or buy lows. Can't get it down at the service station. Can't get in the bar joints. Amen. Can't get it down. Hey, hallelujah. Can't get it down there. That single holler. Amen. Out in the woods somewhere. But I tell you where you can get it. I'm down at the feet of the Lord. I say, God, I want some more manna. Sunday morning, pour out the manna. 
Uh, God put a double dose of honey on it. Uh, sweeten it real good. Uh, I don't deserve it. I've been mumbling and complaining. Uh, I've been griping. Uh, I look back and see all you've done. Uh, but all I can see is hardships. Uh, I can't, oh Lord God, ask for it. Uh, I'm telling you why I wake up in the morning and see despite our unworthiness, uh, a little honey biscuits uh, <laughs> fold over the yard. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Might not be no rain, but thank God there's a little dew every once in a while. <laughs> Amen. I want to tell you, not only did God set them on that honey trail, let them enjoy the honey biscuits despite the murmuring and complaining and griping and moaning, and they long back to go back. I'm telling you right now, God help me. There's been time, and I hate to admit it, but there's one time I looked back and thought I had it better back yonder. I mean, religious people giving me a fit. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm telling you, I, I was headed to hell. Had no way to get out. I was a member of a church. But being a member don't get you there. I was baptized, but that don't get me there. I still live my life for myself. I live to pull the pleasure of my lust of my flesh. Oh, but oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. When Jesus washed my sin away. Thank God I got saved. Thank God He chose me and loved me. Thank God He picked me out. Thank God despite my murmuring, He'll bless me. Hallelujah. He put a honey jar in my soul. And thank God renews it every morning with fresh honey biscuits. Amen. <laughs> Woo! Not only did they have honey our biscuits, Exodus 16, but Deuteronomy 32, they had honey out of the rock. Now, the Bible said in Deuteronomy 32, it says a lot of different things, but I want to share a few things with you. He said that he found Jacob, Israel, in the waste howling wilderness. He kept him, amen. He led him, hallelujah, amen. He instructed him, but then the Bible said he stirred him like an eagle does her young, had fluttered around. He bared them up on his wings. The Lord alone did lead them. He made them to ride on the high places. Amen. He made him eat the increase of the field. And he made him to suck honey out of the rock. Now, I don't know about you. That's a peculiar place to find honey. And amen. Don't say nothing about bees. Amen, but it said they had honey. I tell you, Brother Riggs, they spend times in my life. Honest to God, I thought I'd never be in such a valley. I'd never endure such a hardship. And oh, thank God, in the oddest of places, amen, despite the valley I was in, I stood between a rock and a hard place, world crumbling around me. Folks not being with me, they forsook me. But yet God would knock a hole in a rock. He's the rock, amen. And thank God he'd drop a Holy Ghost straw by and I'd suck honey out of the rock tonight. Hallelujah, Brother Brock. Thank God. <laughs> 
Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Honey, in her, you have honey in, but in a hard place. That's right. That medicinal honey. That honey gets the juices flowing again. <laughs> that honey that'll detergent and clean you up when you're filthy from the world. <laughs> you see, hardships don't just come uh, sometimes uh, just because they come. Uh, sometimes they come because uh, come because our disobedience, uh, our rebellion. Israel, a bunch of rebellious people. We look down our nose at them sometime. I go look it in the mirror. Biggest rebel I see. Help me, Lord. It ain't no deacons, Sunday school teachers. Oh, God. Oh, but even despite my rebellion and disobedience, God will drop down a Holy Ghost straw and I can have some honey. Thank God for a honey out of the rock. <laughs> Woo! Maybe you've been holy ever since you got saved. I know I ain't. And it's a blessing, no. <laughs> Let me just remind you. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, Lord. Failing, maybe even fornication, adulterous lie, living or thinking, cussing, getting mad. Amen. Oh yeah, not reading your Bible, not praying, but yet God will let you get in on it. Thank God, the next service. <laughs> Woo! I deserve to go home dry, but God in His mercy. <laughs> Would help me to preach anyhow. Amen. Help me to sing anyhow. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. Oh, that sent me. Bless His holy name. Amen. I feel like I can run the Spartan bird. Hallelujah. Not only that it didn't stop there, you see, because not only did they have honey biscuits in the morning, every morning. <laughs> An armor. Look that word up. 2.087 quarts. <laughs> Two of them plus some. God showered down. Some say three million. Some say six million. I don't know how many there was. All of Israel plus a mixed multitude plus beast plus Lord God. And God showered money down. Hey, that's God got enough in 2007. He's the same God. There's a lot of people here, preacher. He's the same God. He shouted down for millions. He can do it for us tonight. Bless the Lord.
Hallelujah. I feel like slinging this on you. Hallelujah. For a honey. But I read in the Bible that he said, not only will I deliver them out of Egypt, I will deliver them unto a land flowing with milk and honey. A couple quarts is a blessing. Sucking honey out of the hard places. That's a blessing. But he said, he said, I'm going to take you to a good land. Amen. A living land. Amen. I'm going to take you to a land where they are going to be war. He said, they cannot see about Persephone and all the mother ice. <laughs> and they're going to be there. It's a land that you're going to have to go to war about. Amen. He said, but if you'll fight for it, I'm going to take you to a land. Amen. Where you can drink from wells that you dig not, live in houses that you built not, eat from vineyards that you planted not. Amen. And he said, plus, as a bonus, <laughs> woo, if a rib by steak ain't enough, amen, if blessing you with a place to live, water to drink, food to eat ain't enough, if taking care of your every need ain't enough, he said, I'm going to take you to a land that's flowing with milk and honey. <laughs> not honey biscuits, not honey out of a rock, but honey to swim in. Hallelujah. I'm talking about honey do the backstroke. Hallelujah. I can dive into a cannonball. I'm talking about honey. Hallelujah. That gets all over you. I like it when it drifts off my lips. That's a blessing. Amen. But it's a whole lot better when I go to work around my family in reunion time and the honey's dripping all over me and I'm soaking wet with honey. <laughs> Amazes me. Some of the crowd stayed on the other side. I tell you right now, salvation's a blessing. But it's just the tip of the iceberg. What I'm saying is, Lord, this is getting bigger. Ezekiel down there. <laughs> he saw him. <laughs> he said, Took me down there to the house of God. Down there to that tabernacle. <laughs> down there where God met. And he said, There's water measured out to my ankles. And boy, that's a blessing. It'll cool you off just to get your feet in the water once in a while. But I'll tell you, if you don't watch it, the most snapping turtles liable to get you. Amen. Amen. But he said he measured out a little bit more. And thank God it was water about knee deep. Amen. And boy, that's good right there. Hallelujah. You can cool off on a lot of situations. Amen. It'll bless you in a lot of heat, a lot of problems. He can heat the furnace up. But boy, I'm telling you, knee deep water, 
right. They no need in you trying, no need in trying to get you to be in a bow. I'm telling you, you enjoy it. But that ain't all it needs to be. You see, my head's still hot, my arms are still hot. He said, He measures out a little more, and it's about thigh deep. And it wasn't long, Brother Brian. He said it was waters to swim in. Hallelujah. I like it getting so thick around the house of God. I like doing my, my littlest boy. Hey, man, he ain't four years old and ain't scared a bit of water. He said, Daddy, I'm going to do a cannonball and jump in. Hallelujah. I wish folks would get, quit being so scared. Lord God, it's good. Ankle deep. It's good need, even five deep. But I tell you, do you good? Lose your pride and quit worrying about your dignity and get down and praise God and get to thick waters, the deep waters, waters to swim in. Water's flowing with honey tonight. Amen. Put them on a honey trail all the way to Canaan. In the wilderness they had honey, but thank God now they's in the land of it. Now that's a listen. But that ain't the only one. Woo! I reading on the Bible over there. Uh, the Bible said in Judges chapter 13. Now, uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, places uh, where it talks about. I'm just going to try to give you what God laid on my heart. And Samson, uh, down there, uh, they had been in bondage, uh, warring with the Philistines. And God spoke to a woman uh, that was barren and spoke to a man whose name uh, was Manoah and said, I know your wife is barren and she does not bear, but I'm going to give her a child. And while she's pregnant, don't drink no strong drink. Amen. That's good for anybody. Y'all say amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. Get done, Brother Brian, to preach on that. That's good. And said, I don't want you to drink no a strong drink. I don't want you to drink uh, nothing or eat nothing that's unclean. He said, this is going to be a Nazarite separated. Uh, no rays are going to come to his head. He didn't say nothing about scissors. He just said razors. Y'all say amen. And, amen. and down there and uh, judges and uh, the Bible said he is born uh, and the spirit of God uh, began to move on him in the camp of Dan now the Bible said he went down there to Timnath uh, and he saw a woman that was fair to look on and he went to his mom and daddy and said get me that woman now she was a Philistine I'm not saying God's blessing him amen with honey cause he deserves it I don't none of us deserve but say amen uh, but Samson uh, went down there to Timnath uh, with his mom and daddy on his side uh, evidently got separated along the way uh, the Bible said a lion roared at him at the vineyards of Timnath uh, and verse number 5 Judges 14 uh, and all of a sudden uh, the spirit of the Lord came mildly upon him and he wrecked the lion with his bare hands like he would rent a kid and the Bible said God gave him a victory now I don't know about you but the old roaring lion the devil he's out to defeat you and rob you of your victory 
and right from the vineyards that God's blessed you with, if you don't wash it, if you don't stay sober and vigilant, if you don't stay on guard, right smack dab in the middle of revival when the fire's a boiling, if you don't watch it, the lion will roar and try to destroy you. <laughs> but the Bible says this. The Bible said that when the lion sought to reach out and roar against him, the Bible said he rent it and he went on down to Timnath, talked with her. He liked the lady and come back by the same vineyard to get it. You say, preacher, I ain't seen nothing about honey yet. Just hold on a minute. Woo! <laughs> Lord God, hallelujah. I'm glad you got ice cream, thank God. Amen. Hallelujah. Anything else to spoil, I'm having myself a time. Thank God. Listen. And the Bible said, uh, a Samson came back down by the vineyard of Timnath. And he walked over to see the carcass of the lion. Preacher, why in the world would he do that? Maybe he'd struggle between Timnath uh, <laughs> and his journey home and back. <laughs> you see, sometimes uh, God will let you have honey uh, when you can't find it nowhere else uh, in past victories uh, that he's wrought for you. Amen. The Bible said he turned by uh, to see the carcass of that lion. And then he said, Behold, uh, a swarm of bees uh, and honey. <laughs> Ah, amen. Now, I don't know, brother, but that seemed like an odd place to have honey. If the rock wasn't bad and the carcass of a dead lion, it looks like to me it'd be spoiled. But evidently, there's heavenly bleeds. Amen. Because the Bible don't say he got stung one time. These brothers have 24. Uh, they've had bees for a while, evidently. And they got stung the other day when they was a robin. Uh, I want to tell you right now, I don't care how experienced you are. Uh, do you allow them to get stung? Uh, but God had these bees uh, and using their honey jugs. Uh, amen. Uh, working in the past victory of Samson. Uh, I saw when he come back by that he would remember uh, the past victory. And we'll get nourished and get the juices to flowing again. Get his fire stirred. Get cleaned up. Get the infection out. He need honey again of what God had already done. Boy, ain't you glad for what God's done in the past? Thank God. Yes, sir. Thank God. I see a lot of things. I ain't matter of fact, I ain't got to go far. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> I felt the fire getting hot last night. <laughs> I don't even know how many souls got saved Tuesday night. I don't know what God's doing. <laughs> I'm glad it got out of my control. Amen. I want to tell y'all tonight... You don't have to go far. And look, my Lord, I've got a man with stomach cancer right now. And um, he told me the other day on the phone, 
I said, boy, God's been giving us victory. It was Tim Wednesday morning. Woo! And we'd just been in the victory on Tuesday night. He said, preacher, I tell you, he said, I'm down now a little above 200 pounds. I lost about 80-something pounds. He said, it seemed like every time I go to getting better, he said, I'm back in the hospital. But he said, I just want to let you know, last few days, it's been getting good around my house. Woo! I'm telling you, God is still God, Brother Rex. Amen. They hung like clusters inside the old chest cavity. Somebody told me the other night, I said, boy, he must be completely cured. I said, boy, ain't God good? I'm telling you, I don't know how long any of us is going to live. But I can look back at a four-year-old boy. I can look back at a seven, eight, nine. I can look back at a 12-year-old boy and see where God gave victory. When the doctor said there's problems, God gave victory. Oh, and past trials and past heartaches. When the line roared and I thought I was going to be dead, God gave me power. The Spirit moved. And if I had a dry spell, God helped me to walk back down the road and look what God's done in the past. If He done it then, He'll do it again. Hallelujah. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't care if nobody believes it. Nobody else is going to enjoy it. I'll have myself alone for <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> In revival, cerebral palsy raked this old boy. Call God called him to preach. Faith Baptist Church. Shelby, North Carolina. You remember that, Brother Rex? <laughs> Front pew. Me sitting right behind him. That old boy back there walking in with crutches. Sat down on the pew. Couldn't get up and do much. He go to shouting. Rocking that pew back. <laughs> Knocked it, slammed loose from the bolts of holding it in the floor. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. He pushed the pew back to my feet. Amen. And uh, uh, Brother Paul, he go to praise the Lord. He say hallelujah. All of a sudden he stood up. He said, I can't run. I can't run, but if I could, I'd run. I would somebody run for me. Nobody did nothing. All of a sudden, uh, some little man of God uh, got took off to run. You say, God ain't in it. I don't care what you think. God was in it. And God fell in that place. Amen. Oh, I tell you, uh, we ought to be ashamed of ourselves. How uh, we've got good health uh, and we get lazy and watch HBO and Showtime uh, and satellite and film stream and all that other mess. Uh, and we could be out sharing the gospel and loving God uh, and seeing sinners come to the Lord uh, or reading our Bible and praying. Uh, oh, we could be shouting in the eyes of God. We could be lifting our hand. Uh, we ain't crippled. We could uh, stand up and praise the Lord. Uh, oh, there'll be a day come. I sure am glad we might be tomorrow. It might be tonight. But when the Lord comes back, I want Him to find me being faithful. Amen. I don't care what nobody said. My friends might not like it. 
My family might not like it, but I sure do like it. I can prove in the Bible where God likes it. And hallelujah, if you're saved, you might not do it like I said before, but you'll like it when somebody else does Amen. I said it last night. I'll say it again. I'm sick and tired of folks saying, but God used to. Thank God. But Lord, He ain't dead. He's the same. So what? The women don't wear bonnets. Still got bobby pins. Let's see them fly. Hallelujah. Right. <laughs> I'll tell you what was wrong. Back here, we didn't have nothing to be prideful about. Didn't, didn't try to maintain our status in the community. <laughs> they just happy to worship God. Hallelujah. Oh, look back what He's done in your life. If He never blessed you again. Hallelujah. Oh, He's blessed us tonight. And we can eat honey out of the carcass of the past victory that God wrote in and through us. Hallelujah to His name. But it ain't only sense. I've got to show you two more places. Or more, but two more I've got to show you. I gotta show you two more. Philistines got him in bondage again. Saul's the king. Here we go. Disobedient Saul. Disobedient Israel. God was the king. But they acted as if they was no king. Amen. And they wanted to be like everybody else and have a king like the Philistines had. God helped the church crowd. God helped God's people had to quit trying to be like the world and fit in with that ungodly crowd. Everybody ought to shout, say hallelujah, amen. We better train our youngins that they don't have to fit in to today's dress, amen, today's attitude and action. Oh, God help us to raise them up humble and humility, loving God. Wanting to live for him. Amen. But down in First Samuel in chapter number 14, uh, the Bible says uh, that in chapter 14 and chapter 13, uh, Saul has been anointed king. Uh, they're told uh, that now God has given him what they desired, what they wanted. And uh, that if they would just serve the Lord, their God. Matter of fact, First Samuel chapter number, First uh, Samuel chapter number twelve, I believe it is, and verse number uh, twenty-four is one of my verses I love. Only fear the Lord and serve Him in truth with all your heart, and consider what good. Amen. Consider what God has done for you. Consider the good things that He hath done for you. Amen. But if ye shall still do wickedly, then ye shall be consumed, both ye and your king. 
thank God it gave him of Solomon. And he said, now if you obey me and you'll walk in my statutes and live for me and live like God's people, he said, I'll bless you. And Samuel told Saul, he said, your kingdom shall have no end if you'll do this. But the first chapter under Saul's rule, chapter number 14, Saul gets the big britches. Amen. Boy, I'm telling you, I love Phil God and enjoy his power. But I don't ever have no right to get no big britches and look down at nobody else. Amen. <laughs> Got no right to do that. Hallelujah. I tell you what I ought to be down there pushing them up too. Hallelujah. That's right. Amen. Saul got halted and prideful. And the Bible said, instead of waiting on Samuel to offer up the sacrifice, he saw the children scattering and it got impatient and didn't wait on God and offered the sacrifice. Samuel come to him and he ran out to meet him to try to salute him, pay respects to him. And he said, what have you done, Saul? What have you done? He said, well, I offered the sacrifice. I saw the people scattering and I thought that's the best thing. I want to tell you right now, I don't have no sense to know what God wants. I think I'll just wait on God. Amen. That's right. Anytime somebody takes things in their own hands, they're in a mess. Our soldiers in a war right now, amen, because Abraham couldn't wait on God. Say amen. That's right. That's exactly right. Hallelujah. I'm telling y'all that we need to be still and know He's God. Moses got ahead of God. He put him on the backside of the desert for 40 years. Then he let him see the burning bush. My God, he could have already been enjoying leading God's people for 40 years. Help us, Lord, not to get ahead of you. But God, help us, don't let us drag our feet. He tells Saul, he said, the kingdom's ran out of your hands now. Could have been established, but it's rent. Because you want to serve your own heart, God's looking for one after his heart. Saul has got a son named Jonathan. That Jonathan's a type of Jesus in a lot of different places. Amen. Mephibosheth, for Jonathan's sake. I'm glad I'm saved for Jesus' sake. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But down there, a Philistine army gathered around a big mash. And down there, a big mash. I saw, I don't know if he's half scared of what it is, uh, but he's uh, down there and the Philistines has got him scared. Uh, Jonathan speaks, has a little private meeting uh, uh, with his armor bearer. Uh, uh, hey, I want to say, first of all, uh, all the private meetings that go on at church ain't good, but some of them are, amen. And some, they said, we're going to go after God because it doesn't matter to God whether it's saved by many or by few. He said, I'll tell you what, armor bearer, let's go down there and reveal ourselves. Let's show them. Let's reveal ourselves to them. And if they say, hold right there till we come to you, then we'll stay and wait to be captured. But if they tell us to come up, he said, then God has given us a sign. He hath delivered them into our hands. And the Bible said he went down there. Amen. <laughs> Woo! Right in the face of the enemy. Amen. Amen. 
And the Bible said they didn't even have no swords, only Saul and Jonathan. He said the rest of them just had hoes and rakes. Amen. The Philistines robbed them of all the swords and spears. Hey, I'll tell you, you don't have to have much to go fight for God. Hallelujah. And they went down there with his armor bearer. And the Bible said the Philistines spotted him said, come up here. And Jonathan looked at him. I can see the... Amen. He said, boy, let's go up. God delivered him in our hand. And the Bible said they went up and Jonathan slew him. And his armor bearer slew him. You say, what he slung? I don't know what he slung. He might have just slung the shield. Amen. I don't know what he slung. But the Bible said the armor bearer slew after Jonathan. And they killed in about the space of half an acre that an oxen would plow in a day. They killed 20 Philistines. Boy, that's a blessing, Brother Paul. They didn't mow them down with no machine gun. They killed them, thank God, with their bare hands on what little weapons they had. God delivered them into their hands. I believe there's been some giant killing going on around here. <laughs> Enemies been getting knocked down around here. And the noises began to ring. The Bible said when they did that, that the earth shook, the garrison shook, everywhere there was in that area shook. And the Bible said the Philistines started turning on herself, uh, uh, killing themselves. Boy, I'm telling you, I don't care if God uses hornets or he'll turn the enemy's sword on himself. Uh, hey, I'm telling you, the battle ain't mine anyhow. It's all God's. Amen. And they got down there, Brother Brian. And they delivered him in the hand. The noise was heard. Man, man called me today. He said, Preacher, he said, I, I didn't get to come last night, but he said, I just had to ride by the church. He said, Boy, y'all pay. Hey, y'all had a big crowd last night. I said, Yeah, but there's a bigger God than anybody there. <laughs> Amen. I, oh, Lord. I, no doubt in my mind, I've seen three teenagers uh, when I was coming to church uh, about half full of the devil, and they uh, laughed at me and scoffed. And, I mean, they had all kind of purple hair and pink hair and all kinds of things hanging off them and all, all around them. Oh, uh, Brother Brian, but I'll tell you, woo, I thought to myself, boy, I'd have been in that same mess. Hey, amen. Matter of fact, I was that crowd, and God saved me. Hallelujah. I bet some of this community saying, uh, I wonder what the racket is. Uh, I wonder what the noise is. Uh, I wonder what's going on down there. Uh, I can feel the power of God is shaking us. Uh, are they staying over in the lights is on at 1030? Amen. Uh, what's going on? Amen. Amen. <laughs> Bible said so. Got to look around and said, I want you to number the people and see who's gone. They said, Jonathan's gone his armor bearer. And he said, get the ark of God. Let's see if God's in it. Hey, they got to hearing all the screaming and hollering. He said, evidently God's in it. He said, priest, take your hand out and let's go fight. He said, time they got down there, all they's doing is watching. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> said they got down there and the swords were turned one on another and God was winning the victory. Uh, but Samuel being the disobedient, not following God like he ought to, taking matters in his own hand, thinking he know best. 
He set out a covenant and decree and said, now listen, when we go down to the fight, don't eat one thing until the evening. He said, don't eat nothing. I want to be avenged of my enemies. Anytime you say me and I, you in a mess. Amen. But the good news, Jonathan didn't hear it. He's already fighting. <laughs> It'd do you good to quit letting your ear be a garbage can. They lot of mess quit getting dumped in it. Amen. <laughs> You're running well, preacher. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. That's true. Yes, I tell you what, you standing on the firing line, there ain't a lot of room to hear a bunch of rumors of mess. You won't hear a bunch of disobedient folks are racking their mouth. You won't hear folks trying to stop you from getting in God's honey. You'll just be in the fight and looking for God to do something again. <laughs> Woo! Yes, sir. Bible said they went down there and they defeated them. And they're running after them, Brother Brian. They said all of a sudden they go into the woods. And you're going to think I'm making it up, so I'm going to show you. First Samuel 14 and verse number 25. Said when they walked in uh, on that land uh, that they saw honey upon the ground. And when the people were coming to the wood, behold, honey dropped. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's all I can do. (laughs) Woo! He said, the honey dropped. And he said, but no man put his hand to his mouth. What's he talking about? You remember, he told Gideon, the one that takes a knee and reaches down and takes a hand and puts their hand to the mouth. All they had to do, Brother Paul, they didn't have to go gather it. Matter of fact, they didn't even have to take energy to dive in it. All they had to do was stand around with their hands open. Open their mouth. Because the honey dropped from the trees. The honey's been dropping around here. Amen. I may come in the house of God and it feels like these dripping honey hanging off the chandeliers. God help me to feed my soul. My soul longs for the honey. I need the honey. It helps me. It fuels me, cleanses me, heals me, gets the fire going, gets the juices moving. Dripping on I can't imagine what that's like. Let me just give it to you like this, what I think, it's what God gave me. When they walked into that forest, it was like swampy, soggy, honey on the ground. And it continuously dropped, D-R-O-P-P-E-D. It didn't used to drop back in the 30s. That's right. But it was still dropping. And the Bible ain't changed. It says it dropped. 
and they walked in there. How am I telling you? Sometimes it do good just to roll around in it. Just to roll around in the honey. And Lord, just to water in it and enjoy it. And say, preacher, somebody think I'm crazy. Lord God, again, dropping your pride and liable to get you full of honey. God said, I want you to eat honey. I want you not to just to taste it. I want you to eat it. I want you to swim in it. I want you to open your mouth. I want you to water in it. I believe it. Polk County High School, Miss Spring, North Carolina. Full back. Wasn't much, but I like to play. It gets so hot. Hot. Boy, after rain, seemed like it just got hotter. You know what I'm talking about? Summer and it's hot. There's a low place out in that field. It it hold the water. Right, the water run to it. Mm-hmm. Soggy, yeah. sloppy, <laughs> swampy. <laughs> I wish you'd preach. Hallelujah. <laughs> it gets so hot and we yeah. get tired. Of, yeah. Tired of running the race. Tired of trying to do what the coach had me to do. Yeah. Boy, I'm yeah. telling you, y'all ever get like that? Yeah. Be not weary in well doing. For in due season we shall reap. It gets so hot, Brother Brian. Me and old Tim Jackson poked one another and said, I'll do it if you'll do it. I said, All right, let's do it. We put all them pads on, helmet on. We go running and dive in that water. Hair and no nasty water all over you. And boy, it felt good. And we'd water around. Boy, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, church, sometimes when you get weary and you feel like just giving up, and I'm telling you, I guess, how are you doing the power of the flesh? And boy, you're just about defeated. Oh, I saw him glad. Uh, God will let you walk through uh, uh, dripping honey uh, uh, through a swampy place uh, uh, soggy with heavenly honey and God will let you roll around in it uh, he'll amen slide in it uh, hallelujah tonight uh, somebody might need to slide around in it (laughs) now Jonathan not here in the decree took a staff verse 27 or the rod that was in his hand and dipped it in the honeycomb and put his hand to his mouth and what did the Bible say verse 27 last part and his eyes were enlightened now you say that don't mean nothing same word used to Psalms 97 verse number 5 when the Bible said his lightnings flashed, in other words, his lightnings flashed across the sky. Amen. His lightnings enlightened them and the whole world seen. I'm telling you, just like the shocking uh, bright light of a lightning flashing across a dark sky, 
Hey, when you for Amen, God signed. He said, I've tasted this, honey. He said, Did you not hear the decree? He said, Don't eat, honey. He said, Oh, God. He said, What has Daddy done? What has Saul done? He said, I've just tasted a little, honey. And look how my eyes have been lightened. Look how the eye light bulbs come on. Hey, the same words used in Ephesians are like the same word. And the word says this. It says that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened. Oh, I'm telling you, I want a deeper walk and closer walk. I want to be enlightened in the Word of God. I want to go deeper than ever been. I further with God than ever been in my life. I want to go further than Percy Ray. Further than Elijah and Elisha. I believe every man can have all they want. Uh, we restrict ourselves. God help us tonight uh, to eat the honey and chew on the honeycomb. It'll open your eyes. There's certain parts. I meant to ask him. Some people call it nectar. There's a sweetest. There's a certain part of honey. It's near that honeycomb. And they tell me. Well, that's true, I don't know. But I, as a country boy, I like chewing on honeycomb. I, you know what do your family good? You know what do your work people good? You coming in a chomping your jaws on a honey piece of honeycomb. Uh, honey uh, dripping off your uh, eyebrows. Yeah. Uh, you got uh, honey all over you soaking wet uh, you've been a water and it ain't it on Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday hallelujah Sunday night uh, thank God and you are chewing on something they say you're chewing on the back I said no something a lot better than that I'm a chewing on honeycomb amen hallelujah oh I'm a telling you I want some of God's heavenly honey God send down the heavenly honeycomb I want it I gotta have it I want a closer walk. I, I don't want to stay where I'm at. I want to go deeper with God. I want the eyes of my understanding enlightened. I want a light across my soul like the lightning in the sky. It actually means to have a glorious light to set on fire and shine. That reminds me of John the Baptist. Amen. <laughs> the Bible said he lived out in the wilderness <laughs> on locusts. <laughs> Wild, honey. Hey, Amen. <laughs> Amen, preacher. <laughs> It'll make you wild. Hallelujah. Yeah. Right. Yes, sir. Amen. didn't know locusts ain't nothing but grasshoppers. That's nasty. <laughs> But I'm telling you, the honey of God will make even grasshoppers taste good. Locusts can, thank God, I can live on a locust. If God will throw a little honey, hey, life gets bitter. I don't like everything that happens. But if God will pour the honey out, amen. I like honey. I like wild honey. I like heavenly honey. God pour the honey out.
<laughs> Woo! Mm. I, I ain't ashamed if it is in front of everybody. The spirit. <laughs> I know it's the name of a jar, but it sure did bless my heart when I looked up there and Brian's singing, and it said "Golden Harvest." <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Hallelujah! Wild honey. Now listen. Because they did not eat the honey dripping off of trees, soaking the ground, the Bible said they almost fainted. They got weak. And if you'll read on, they ripped animals. And eat them with the blood still on. Still in. Yep. God cursed that. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Now what I'm saying is, uh-huh. come on, brother. The full soul loatheth honey. That means hates it. Yeah. Mm. If you full of the world, you don't want God's honey. That's right. You better make sure you feeding on the honey so you don't faint and fall out. Amen, preacher. God Amen. help me. <laughs> Glory to God. There's folks that falling out. Amen. I thought it'd never fall out. God help me. If I got to turn up the spiritual honey, if I'm the only one wallowing in it, if I'm the only one swimming in it, if I'm the only one looking back at it, God help me to go out and gather some honey. I don't want to fade. I don't want to fall out. And I sure don't want to eat what God's cursed in this world. I don't want the world. He that loves the world, love the Father's not in it. I don't want to be called an adulterer, eating things that God's cursed. I want to eat what opened my eyes. What enlighten me? Hallelujah! My oh, Lord, I'm serious. Now, when you eating that honey? <laughs> And wild honey. <laughs> There'll be some religious crowd come over there to see what's going on. <laughs> Looking down their little snotty nose. <laughs> I've been serving God for 50 years. And I ain't never had to get in the honey. I can tell. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen, preacher. Hallelujah. I was sitting right there and I thought in my heart, there's some people right here. There's some people right here. 
that ain't going to believe a word I say tonight. Don't think I'm foolish. I, I told you my opinion. I've showed you the Bible. It's helped some people to get honey. And besides that, <laughs> but I like that song. Are you hungry for the Lord? Then come eat his precious word. Heavenly honey flowing from the throne. It's at the table. <laughs> Lord God. I don't know if y'all know that. I wish to God some. I'm a telling y'all, there's heavenly honey, and it's enough for everybody who wants some. He said, I ain't never got in on it. Well, tonight's a good night to start. Listen to me. That religious crowd said. Now, the only, the only reason they went down there, you read these other Gospels, not in Matthew chapter 3, but you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John give us a panoramic picture. You know, you know what I'm saying, don't you? My stepbrother's got a panoramic camera. Yeah, I can take a shot here, a shot here, and a shot here, and a shot here. It'll stitch them together, and I can see everything in the room at one time. <laughs> That's what Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John does. <laughs> you say I don't have everything. Don't have to. God used four different men to give us a panoramic view. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and in them other